Madame Vronsky, my piano teacher, politely but firmly removes my hands from the keyboard. Gently, she closes the tattered volume of music and places it on the lid of the instrument. She turns to me and gazes intently into my eyes, a questioning expression on her face. For a full minute she stares at me, looking puzzled, sitting on a slim, bent-foot chair close by, so close in fact that my nostrils pick up the not unpleasant scent of her garlicky breath. She is Russian, warm-blooded but even-tempered, a woman of endless patience. At last she speaks, asking in a voice buttered with sympathy, "'Tell me, Inspector Price, why are you doing this?' "'You mean playing Beethoven?' "'I mean playing the piano.' Why? She gives me a sad smile and softly repeats, Why? Because I love the piano, I tell her, because I love music, because I would love to perform these Beethoven sonatas decently one day in the not-too-distant future. All thirty-two. I am not a religious person, but for some reason I add, Lord willing. Madame Vronsky shakes her head. If the great Franz Liszt cannot properly play Beethoven sonatas, if the great Clara Schumann finds them daunting— she does not finish the sentence, nor does she need to. The point is made. But I don't aim to be great, Madame Vronsky, I protest mildly. I want only to achieve some sense of fulfillment, nothing more. My dear inspector, she says, listen to the advice of an old woman. You will only eat yourself up with frustration and disappointment. Eventually your limitations will transform your love of the piano into bitterness, even hatred. So love music, attend concerts, play for your own amusement, private amusement, I mean, but realistically, fulfillment is out of the question, I'm afraid. As though softening the impact of this advice, she places a consoling hand over mine. Despite her description of herself as an old woman, Madame Fronsky is really not old enough to be motherly to me. I guess her age to be fifty, which makes her my senior by a mere ten years. A riding accident in St. Petersburg years earlier reduced the span of her left hand, cutting short her career as a concert pianist. Instead, she became one of Russia's finest teachers, leaving her native country when the music conservatory here in Dusseldorf offered her the post of dean. That I managed several months ago to engage her as my teacher does not speak to my talent, rather it speaks to my brazenness and my ability to afford her fees. Does this mean you no longer wish to instruct me? I ask, sounding like a spurned lover. She gives me another sad smile. How can I be less than honest with a pupil who happens to be one of Dusseldorf's senior officers of the law? In my heart, I feel as though I am falsely taking your money, Inspector. Now I place a hand over hers. Thank you for your honesty, but I truly wish to go on. She sighs deeply, reaches for the Beethoven volume, opens it to where we left off, and places it on the rack before me. Once again, then, she says quietly. Remember, Opus 7 is marked Allegro Moto e Conbrio, but for now try it have speed. Watch the left-hand eighth notes and very little pedal. A crisp attack, that's what I need to hear. Not more than a dozen bars into the opening movement, we are interrupted by a resolute knock on the door of my apartment. Excuse me, Madame Fronsky, I say, rising from the piano and going to the door. I open it to find my next-door neighbors, an elderly pair of bachelors standing there with critical looks on their faces. They are retired senior civil servants with a reputation for crankiness. I do apologize, I begin. I assume you're here to complain about the noise. Not at all, the crankier of the two replies. We are here to complain about the tempo!